Is Howard Schultz the same guy who gave the infamous speech yes. at a Starbucks yes. about where he compared Star- Starbucks to surviving the Holocaust? Yes. He, he, also, yes. he also ran for president. Awesome. Awesome dude. Love Incredible this that this guy was not able to um was not able to persuade some people to just accept a lower wage because like, hey Starbucks, it's like your uncle. You wouldn't unionize against your uncle. Is he the one with the hot older well, wife? Awesome. Or am I thinking of a different, like uh zero percent presidential candidate? Uh, if you want to talk about zero percent presidential candidates though, uh, do you know who's the new US ambassador to to Kenya? Uh, oh fuck yeah it's Meg Whitman <laughs> yes yes get it queen never get a job that you're qualified for that is girl boss shit she's she gonna bring is, the quibs to Kenya she's, yeah, she's gotta right. she's gotta be like a make a wish kid or something like, so, what, something has to be going <laughs> she's, on here she's bringing she's going to bring the golden arm to, to Kenya mm-hmm. to Mombasa Absolutely. and that's where it belongs <laughs> like, I, I, I genuinely <laughs> we we can't return the Benin bronzes to Benin, but in a slightly like Biden getting confused program of repatriation, <laughs> we have returned the golden arm from fifty states of fright to Kenya. <laughs> like how golden arm? Honestly, so like what is it about Meg Whitman specifically that it's just like you know? Is is there some kind of very specific quota system about? Meg Whitman specifically. I, my my theory about this is the same <laughs> mm. as Cressida Dick, and that's simply that she just has a big uh like um a big filing cabinet full of blackmail material. Yeah, she like, knows gotta... she knows something. Well, it's that well, she calls it gold mail. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I, it's 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 astonishing that it's it's that she cannot. She just. It's like the U- the U.S. has a full employment program. It's just. Again, very, very targeted. Yeah, so the answer is blackmail your boss. Yeah, absolutely. This is legal advice and investment advice. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, the federal like statistics office in the US is is they're using stratified sampling, but where the only sample they're taking is from Meg Whitman. So they've realized to juke the statistics, they just need to keep Meg Whitman in like amazing paid jobs, great yeah. healthcare. And they're like, look at the state of the American population. When they're making a five hundred thousand dollars a year, they've got great healthcare. This is basically how Mass Iglesias thinks. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. The most common occupation is ambassador to Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> Look, our our key demo has um has held key roles at uh, uh, many sort of um interesting and failed startups. They've been involved in a golden arm. Uh, they're interested in a murder house flip, uh, and you know they've also held posts in um, HP. And finally, our target bit of the electorate also did is leaning Republican in as much as they did unsuccessfully run for governor of California as a Republican. You know who so else this is, is who we're kind targeting. of like Meg Whitman in this respect, although she's more who? of an insider, sort of making the sausage rather than like, uh, you know, supervising the sausage. Like he's Liz Smith, former Pete Buttigieg's comms director, oh, yeah. who then became uh, Andrew Cuomo's comms director. Oh, and a great job she did. And yeah, and, and, and got and accidentally got leaked all of the fucking uh, emails where she's like, uh, "We got to get Chris Cuomo to find out who's accusing his brother of sexual harassment, so we can destroy their life." 
she's really <laughs> fucking good at her job of yeah, being and- this sort of PR vampire, <laughs> and she keeps failing upwards. So I'm really excited to see what Liz Smith does next. God, I, I think the two of them should, like... I think the two of them and Matt Hancock should team... Because Matt Hancock's been doing the rounds as well, basically seeing that with Boris, basic, I don't know, like, let's say having the bad end of the media stick for a while, he's realized he's been it's... wearing a turtleneck. Oh, that's so cool. He looks great. I, I just want these people to get together and just think of, think up some stuff. Because you know why? I I genuinely like you could not have gotten a smart person to come up with Quibi, right? You that would never have happened. Um, you couldn't have gotten a smart person to say or do anything Matt Hancock has done, right? Same thing with Liz Smith, although I think we know a little less about her. I want the thing is all the stuff that the smart people do that tends to be pretty predictable. I want these three to just take on moonshot projects because. Everything they do is always very enter. It's much funnier than anything like one of the uh, you know depression comics ever does. I would love to see that. Hmm. You know, and let's get Liz Truss in there as well. Why not? She seems to be running yeah. for prime minister. Why now. not? Water. Yeah, f- fine. fine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. Get Liz Truss hosting a night at the Rockwell Speedway. Great. <laughs> Any anything. Look, there are a couple of other things I I wanted to to mention as well. Right, there's. Some new developments are happening in another another segment. Again, a segment that's very popular, at least among investors in Europe, getting more popular in the States, which is ultra-fast delivery. If you recall, we uh, spoke with a couple of guys who were working on unionizing one of these ultra-fast warehouses uh, in Berlin. Oh, we recall. Um, anyway, uh, there are some developments, right, where now uh, there are a number of other um, competitors in the market, such as Gozi, Joker, Fridge No More, Buick, Joker, <laughs> J-O-K-R, yes. you got to be kidding me. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I like Buick, B-U-Y-K, Buick. Buick. Uh, yeah, get on your Buick. Um, anyway, so, it, it, but the funny thing is, right, this is only ever available in big cities, um, and grocery stores tend to be quite, like, qu- quick walks from not all places in big cities. There are food deserts in big cities, especially big American cities. Mm. But mostly in food deserts, these places don't deliver to you. These places mostly deliver to you in places where there is a grocery store already a five-minute walk away. Only in big cities. And Well, because by definition, the sort of place where they have a food desert is the kind of place where it's not profitable to open small, small grocery stores for these companies for whatever reason. So it's definitely not going to be profitable well, to open a fucking rapid delivery. Even, even then, what they open, they tend to open is uh, a, dark, a dark store that you can't actually go in. It's just for them. Mm. But yeah. even then, it, they don't open them in areas of food deserts. They just don't. These are mostly like all of these, you know, fucking rent-a-slave services that are sort of popular via the apps. They're basically just for, uh, they tend to be for wealthier people in cities anyway. Mm. And, and so like, but it, it, this is from, this is from some analysis from the information, which is a good sort of good source for tech stuff. Um, is basically there they say look unless delivery fees kind of are zero permanently and no one makes any margin off of it it's unlikely to see <laughs> where this business is going except just as a sink for capital and as a way to kind of burn off excess labor this is they said sink for capital My, what i'm adding is yeah also burning off a kind of um excess of extremely casualized labor Right of finding a way to press it more, to break it down more, uh, to 
put the screws in more and then burn off the excess. Mm. It, it seems to me that this is what this is. It's um, it's providing a service that no one really needs at no profit uh, using an enormous amount of intensive surveillance and control uh, on workers who are extremely casualized at an enormous amount of cost to everyone. It's accidentally futurism. We're just doing the thing faster because faster. Uh, and and so and because it you know it crushes a person into the machine so great perfect we get we get a, a guy showing up on a moped that looks like the winged victory of Samothrace to bring you like a, a takeout delivery full of nuts and bolts. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's the no the the meal is the moped. You have to eat the moped. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean this is basically like all, I th- I think that's exactly right. That ultra fast delivery has to be understood not as as primarily like a recipe in Marinetti's futurist cookbook. <laughs> like that's what it is. Mm. Um. But also, like, you see the, the advertising campaigns for this as well. As you remember, like, yeah, the function of advertising is to sort of create demand and deal with overproduction that has to happen if you're going to continue, if you're going to continue intensifying exploitation to make a profit. And so I think that really the sort of the way to think about this is the overproduction of a certain kind of labor. Hmm. Um, yeah. And that's an ideological overproduction, of course. So great. I'm glad that all of that, that gigantic mill that makes nothing seems to be using up so much grist. Mm-hmm. The cinema <laughs> that has a coal power plant attached to it. Yeah. The, cin- the cinema that's less about movies and more about, uh, uh, and, and more about issuing uh, sort of, you know, valueless tokens that sort of are do just try to unload off to the next uh, idiot who will buy it, as well as NFTs. Um, <laughs> so- Yo, it's crazy that all these people are spending millions of dollars on apes while they're getting their groceries delivered by gorillas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.